3: That's chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void We're prohibited by loss. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Steelers Burning Question. I'm Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Here with you for another weekly installment of this solo episode where I answer a question that might just be on a lot of folks' minds that follow the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, if you haven't heard the news yet. And maybe you haven't because there haven't been a lot of sources that have come out with this. But the Pittsburgh Post Gazette writer Jerry Dulack put out that recently the Steelers organization and Mike Tomlin ultimately decided that instead of replacing outside linebacker Joey, outside linebacker coach Joey Porter, uh, they decided to just have Keith Butler, defensive coordinator, take over those duties. Now, a lot of people, myself included, at first, were first like, wait, what? Well, then I thought about it a little bit more, and I understood that Butler has plenty of experience in this arena. In fact, he was the linebacker's coach. This was prior to them having an inside linebacker special coach, specialty coach, and an outside linebacker specialty coach. Uh, it used to be just Butler himself. This was under the Dick LeBeau regime. Dick LeBeau was forced out of town. Keith Butler. And that is when the organization decided to bring in Jerry Olsavsky to coach the inside linebackers and Joey Porter to coach the outside. Clearly, they fired Jerry Porter or his contract was not renewed. Same thing, in my opinion. Nonetheless, it's all semantics. And so instead of bringing in an outside source, we heard a name like Kevin Green was thrown around a lot. Um, They decided to say, hey, on top of being the defensive coordinator, you're going to now be responsible for the the development and production of players like T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree and whomever else they might bring in. Now, at this time, I also think myself, uh, and this was noted in Dulac's article, that this isn't the only coordinator that has a secondary duty. For instance, Randy Feetner is also still the quarterback's coach. And I get that. But he's going to be dealing and talking with Ben Roethlisberger a ton anyways. Uh, In terms of how they draw up plays and how they focus on specifics and how they're going to attack a defense, it's pretty much the same thing. I ask, though, how is this going to change the way Keith Butler does his job? Because think about it, this offseason, in terms of the coaching staff, And there's been some changes, Uh, you know, outside of Joey Porter, they bring in Terrell Austin, who used to be the defensive coordinator of the Bengals, who was fired midseason. He's like a defensive assistant that's going to be also helping out the secondary. Just very odd. It almost seems as if they're going to have two coordinators, you know, Austin and Butler. Uh, Butler will take care of the front seven, and then clearly Austin will take care of the back end. I'm not saying that's how it's going to happen. It just seems like maybe that's the direction they're headed. With that said, I think that we all, myself included, can look at this situation and say, if there's a weakness on this Pittsburgh Steelers team, whether it was 2018 or whether it was moving, looking ahead to 2019, it's on the defensive side of the football. It's not that the offense doesn't have issues. We know that they do. But at the same time, this defense has some glaring, glaring weaknesses. And so you can talk about coaching. You can talk about a lot of different things. The question, the burning question on tonight's episode is who is more to blame? Head coach Mike Tomlin, defensive coordinator Keith Butler. The reason I ask this because as the season ended, everyone always wants to fire Tomlin. And there's a lot of people that have some serious underlying issues with Mike Tomlin that don't have anything to do with football. That's fact. Not saying that's a vast majority of fans, but there are plenty that want him gone for obvious reasons that have nothing to do with coaching now i think outside of that and there's a lot of people that wanted tomlin gone for all the drama and stuff that has come out and and then rightfully so you can't say that that isn't factual but at the same time i think if if you take tomlin i gotta i I feel like and i should have done a twitter poll prior to the show hindsight's always 2020 and said you know who would you want to be gone more, Tomlin or Butler? I think the majority of people would probably say Butler. I I got to be honest. I mean, you try to keep your fingers on the pulse of Steeler Nation on, you know, all the platforms that Behind the Steel Curtain is on. You have, you know, Instagram. I'm not Instagram, but um, Twitter, Facebook, and a lot of those fans is really, really, really hated the way that Keith Butler ran the unit. So who's to blame more? Well, let's break it down. There's a, lot to, there's a lot to dig through here, so let's break it down one at a time. First and foremost, I think that Mike Tomlin as a head coach is naturally going to – he's going to have a vast majority of the blame put on him, and he's a head coach. That comes with the territory. He has said openly that, you know what, it's just one of those situations where you're a head coach. You know, when you lose, you're going to be blamed more, and when you win, you're not going to be given the credit necessarily that you deserve, but at the same time, that's that's part of the job description. I I ask myself, where are the shortcomings on the defense? First off, it's personnel. And I think, okay, look at the draft picks that have not panned out. You think about Jarvis Jones, you know, players like that. First round draft picks. Now Artie Burns is in that mix. Um, Just really bad picks. I could go on. Don't want to spend too much time on that. Then you look at, like, even acquisition of players. So free agency. Uh, even most recently, Morgan Burnett. You think about the decisions to extend players like Cortez Allen. And he, he let players go like Keenan Allen, who I think outperformed Cortez. I mean, there's just so many decisions that are made, and you just don't know because we're not there who is really pulling the trigger on. So when they went and watched uh when they watched some of these players in the draft and they're looking at their college film and the like, Jarvis Jones is a perfect example. When they went to Georgia and they were saying, okay, we're looking at Jarvis Jones. This is, we're, we're checking out, you know, what's he like? Is he capable? Is it Keith Butler that's going into that draft room and saying, this is our guy? This is who we want? Or is it Mike Tomlin? I, I know that Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin and Art Rooney II are the ones that are actually going to pull the trigger on the deal. But ultimately, I, I wonder how much input Butler has. And so you look at it from a personnel standpoint, and defensively, it hasn't been very good. Because for, for every TJ Watt they've had, they've had a Jarvis Jones. You know, for every Bud Dupree who's been a average linebacker, not a first round pick, you know that the, then they find these Mike Hiltons that are <laughs> undrafted free agents that turn and pan out. You got to have a give and take there. And then I look at okay, coaching style. Ah, uh, you know when Mike Tomlin was hired, he, he was a Tampa two four three guy. That's what he ran in Minnesota when he was a defensive coordinator for the Vikings. And you had all these situations where he just said, you know what? If it's not broken, we're not going to fix it. We're going to stick with LeBeau's scheme. We're going to stick with LeBeau. And they stayed with it. Then, obviously, Butler takes over. And then, all of a sudden, Tomlin started getting his hands into the mix a little bit more. They started running more zone coverage schemes. They started to really work on that Tampa 2-style defense. But, again, I asked the question, is this all Tomlin? Or is this mainly Butler? Are they one and the same? So let's get back to the question at hand. Who's to blame? Who, maybe that's not the best way to put it. Who shoulders more blame in the fact that this defense, who has been in rebuilding mode since probably 2011? We're going into the 2019 season. Eight years of rebuilding. You should have rebuilt the defense already that's that's just the way it is okay you look at the offense and and they've kind of rebuilt themselves in a lot of different ways but the defense just seems to not be able to get it there and there's a lot of blame to go into that so who is more to blame well i think keith butler has plenty of blame to go on his shoulders when it comes to the way that the team prepares the defensive game plan going into games to me that's on keith butler it falls on his shoulder and that's a hey, mike tomlin's got to sign off on this stuff he's the head coach i get that but tomlin is not in the defensive film room the entire time he's got to be over in the offensive side special teams he's th- spread pretty thin butler's the one that's got to come up with some of these schemes and you, you think about the way that some of these games have played out and you're thinking my goodness who what what in the world is this game playing you know at, at the same time you have to say well do we give keith butler a lot of credit Because this defense has put up 108 sacks in the last two seasons, 56 setting a new franchise record in 2017, and 52 tied for the NFL lead in 2018. So for as bad as some things are with this defense, they do know how to get after the quarterback. That's been proven. And so then I look at it and say, okay, what about this head coach? who's a defensive guy that's what people often forget he's a defensive guy they say this is a hey all defense this was his forte how is the defense that bad and that's a question everyone wants to know and so me the answer to this question who has more blame it has to be mike tomlin because for all those categories that i broke down personnel players whether it's free agent acquisitions nfl draft uh handling the players currently on the team on the defensive side of the football. All of that, it boils down to the head coach, and I I guarantee there are circumstances and situations where Mike Tomlin will trump Butler and say we're going to do it this way. Sometimes maybe maybe Tomlin does that, and we don't know this because we're not there again, but maybe Tomlin did that prior to the New England Patriots game. He said, look, we're not doing the same old, same old. We're going to mix it up. Here's what we're doing, and it works. You don't hear about that. That would help Mike Tomlin's rep- like reputation immensely with the fan base. He doesn't care. But at the same time, we'll never know that either. At the same time, you know, it could be Tomlin that marches into the room and says against the Oakland Raiders, we're going to do this, this, and this. And Butler might be sitting on his hands saying, Coach, this is a bad idea, but he's not the head coach. Mike Tomlin has to carry the majority of the blame. That's not to say that Keith Butler is innocent. It's not to say that Keith Butler doesn't have a mess on his hands as it is, but... Here's the thing, for as bad as the defense is, and I wrote an article about this today, Uh, it was the second part of a three-part series about how to fix the 2019 Steelers, and I focused on the defense today. It's fitting that I'm doing this topic on the Burning Question podcast. Check that out if you haven't, by the way. But I look at this team, and I look at this defense in particular, and I say to myself, I don't think they're as far off as some might believe. Yeah, the, the draft picks have been bad at times. But if with some free agent money available, and they are going to have some money available, if they could find a way to maybe add a safety, that's if Morgan Burnett still gets his wish and leaves, if they're able to add a safety, a starting cornerback, and an inside linebacker, you add those three positions. I think this defense could be very legitimate because I like the defensive front. I, I don't mind the outside linebackers. I think outside of those positions, safety, cornerback, and inside linebacker, in no particular order, I think that this defense. The only thing else you would need is depth, depth along the defensive line, depth at outside linebacker, um, depth at you know corner, the cornerback position, and so for that, I don't think this defense is as bad off as people suggest. So yes there's a lot of blame to go around. And we can point fingers and we can scream at the mountaintops about whether it's Tomlin or Butler. But ultimately, what I'm trying to emphasize here at the end of this show is this defense isn't as bad, I don't think, as a lot of people suggest. There's a lot of folks out there that think this is the worst defense ever, that they're never going to be able to win a championship. They point to things like Vince Williams is too slow. Well, you know what? Vince Williams wasn't that slow when Ryan Chase was next to him because he's not... He's not that style of linebacker that can go ahead and take part of the coverage duties away, like from Ryan Chazier. They need to find someone that's athletic to fill in that slot. You know that they weren't saying that about when Artie Burns wasn't a complete head case and was just a a mess. They were thinking that this could be one of the better one-two cornerback punches in the league. Obviously, it didn't pan out. So, what do you do now? If you're watching live on YouTube, or if you didn't know we had a YouTube channel, go to YouTube, search BTSC Steelers Radio. I want you to leave a comment letting me know who you put the most blame on. Is it Mike Tomlin? Is it Keith Butler? If you're listening in podcast form, whether it's on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Megaphone, which we just transitioned to, pretty cool, by the way, um, or if you're listening on uh, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, uh, I'll put that article up there. Go to the comment section and let us know what you think. But I ask that you give some explanation. You know, we have a little com- we have communities at both both locales, and so I ask, like, don't just say, "Oh, it's Tomlin," or "Oh, it's Butler." Well, why do you think that? So, if it's Butler's fault, why is it Butler's fault? If it's Tomlin's fault, same thing. Let us know. I appreciate it. So, you know what I think? I think it's Tomlin. It all comes down to Tomlin because he's the head coach. My my question that I have for myself, as I say it's Tomlin, is would I say that Tomlin is an, is responsible for the shortcomings on the offensive side of the ball? Probably not. Maybe I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> I don't know. Because maybe it's just because he's a defensive coach. I don't know. Anyways, I'm anxious to hear what you think. So let us know. Big props. To all the BehindTheSteelCurtain.com writers, and especially my podcast hosting partners, whether it's Lance Williams, my co-host on The Standard is a Standard, who also hosts his own show, Yeah, I Said It. Make sure you check out his at Rain Yesterday. And that's all about how Antonio Brown stands for absolutely bonkers, not AB equals absolutely bonkers. And then all the other shows, Steelers Preview, Steelers Hangover, check them out. We appreciate it. As always, I'm Jeff harper editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We'll see you next week on another Steelers Burning Question.